Hey, podcast listener, are you working so hard you wonder if the money is even worth it? If you're like most CPAs I work with, you have way too much to do, you feel relentless deadline pressure, and worst of all, you feel torn between serving clients and being with family. What if I told you you could work a 40-hour week without losing a dime? I know it sounds impossible, but my Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is designed for CPAs just like you who want to get their lives back. Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is launching soon. In it, you'll learn how to start getting your time back week by week, make your workload manageable while still bringing in plenty of revenue, what to put in your packages and how to price them, and so much more. Don't leave your future to chance. CPA Mastermind will get you on the same profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. Welcome to the Smart Strategy for CPAs podcast, where I help you work less and make more. My name is Geraldine Carter. I have a solo episode for you today on how to raise your rates as a CPA. This question comes up a lot. How do I raise my rates? How much should I charge? And the seeking of the right answer for the question, what should my rates be and how much should I charge? And how do I raise my rates on my clients? And I want to talk about this because the general conversation that I see happening at a high level sounds something really simple like apply logic. This is a profession that is full of logic. And I'm down with that. If you've been listening for a while, I'm sure that you've heard me say I love numbers, money, and math. If you're a new listener, welcome. I love numbers, money, and math. And I'm totally down with logic. But the problem is that to simply start with, well, my rates are too low, I should raise them. Logic says I should raise them, raise my rates. That isn't actually how it works. And we know that it's not how it works because we still see so many CPAs undercharging relative to the value that they're providing. So this apply logic, logic says raise your rates, raise your rates, in fact, isn't working. And I want to talk about why. And I want to give you instead how it actually works in real reality and how I see my clients moving through the process of raising their rates. Because if apply logic, logic says raise your rates, raise your rates, if it actually worked that way, we wouldn't have so many CPAs chronically undercharging. I liken this to a high speed touchdown pass, right? Quarterback has the ball, a bunch of men are rushing him. You hear the sounds of helmets clacking and bones crunching and the ball goes up in the air and a bunch of dudes are running and feet leave the ground and arms go up and the ball gets caught by a pair of hands and bodies tumble to the ground in a cloud of dust and they roll out of the end zone. And you're like, huh, touchdown pass or not? It happens so fast that you can't really see what's actually going on. So you got to go to the instant replay. And in a two second instant replay, if you've got 60 frames a second, right, you've got 120 frames to look at. Lucky for you, I've got it down to 10 frames, right? So I'll just walk you through these 10 frames so that you can see what's actually going on when I watch my CPAs in slow motion raise their rates. And just to give you a sense of the time, all of this happens in the space of six, eight, 10, 12 weeks, right? People move through this at a different pace. There's no right or wrong about this, but I'm just telling you that it doesn't take four years. It doesn't take a year. It doesn't take, it doesn't happen in four days, 
but we're talking on the scale of six, eight, 10, 12 weeks. So the first thing, frame number one, is to understand what your best clients want and what they're not getting from you that you could provide. What expensive problems do they have, especially particularly in their businesses? Because that's where it's so much easier to provide value compared to 1040s, compared to orphan 1040s, where there's just not a lot of water in the sponge to squeeze out. Right. So in your business owning clients, your best business owning clients, what are their most expensive problems that you can help them solve? Right. That's the first step. That's what we need to figure out because that's where the value is going to come from. Once we figure that out, the next frame is to design and build services that meet those unmet needs that solve those expensive problems or at least improve them. The third step is to assign a price to those services. Now, there is not one set price for virtual CFO. There's not one set price for fractional controller. There's not one set price for advisory. There's not one set price for quarterly meetings. There's not one set price for tax planning and strategy. These things have ranges of possible prices. It depends on the client. It depends on the revenue in their business. It depends on how valuable it is to them. And it depends also on your self-confidence and your belief in yourself to deliver value. Where we start is to set a pilot price that we think the client is going to have an easy time saying yes to. Because what I want for my clients is early wins and early yeses. Because what is happening in this part of the process is that I'm trying to get them to go swimming in this water changing their business. And they are dead set on the belief that that water is flipping cold, like 42 degrees Fahrenheit flipping cold, like they don't want to go in, right? They are convinced that that water is ice cold and it's going to feel like knives when they get in. And they are standing at the water's edge and they're like, no way am I going in there. But I know that that water is like 82 degrees. It is lovely. And when you get in, you're going to be like, ah, it's so nice in here. But there's no amount of convincing that I can do from the water's edge to tell them and convince them that that water is 82 degrees and they should just dive right in. They're like, ah, 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 no, no way. No. Right. So what we need to do is give them the price that they can convince themselves is safe. Right. This is all mental game. So I say, can you go in up to your arches? Can you offer them this price? right? Whether it's 30, whether it's 50, whether it's $64,000, can you offer this price? Can you get these numbers out of your mouth? We've got to find the price where they can get the numbers out of their mouth without breaking a sweat or turning a hot pink. Now, I also know that we don't want my client pinned into a low price in perpetuity, right? That's not the point either. So what we say is, this is a pilot price and we'll work like this until the end of the year and then we'll reevaluate. That way their client knows that it's a pilot price getting started working this way, but this price doesn't last forever. At the end of the year, there will be a time to renegotiate. So this is what gets my client going in up to the arches in their feet and they turn around, they get a yes from their client. And then I say, all right, cool. Are you ready to go up to your ankles? We find the next client for them to pitch their price to. They go in up to their ankles, they get a yes. We go in up to their shins, they get another yes. They go in up to their knees, they get another yes. And then they turn around and they go, oh my God, this water is amazing. And then they find like 15 more clients to offer this to. And then they just go splashing and diving right in. 
because what they need is to receive some yeses. They also maybe receive some maybes, and maybe they receive some noes. And when they have that experience, they live. And they're like, oh my God, I got some no's and you know what? It was okay. And so the no's and the maybes stop being so intimidating. They stop being so scary, right? And this is all, like I said, mind game. And there's a lot of fear going on. And for logical people, it will masquerade in a very clever way that sounds like, no, 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 they're never going to go for that. That's too much. They're going to be upset. I'm going to lose clients. My entire business is going to sink. The entire town is going to talk about me. Everybody's going to know what I'm up to. They're going to start gossiping. The mind will throw up all kinds of things that sound utterly reasonable. But in frame number five, we've got to move through the threat of cringy feelings. So in frame number six, Now they've been working with their clients in this new capacity, be it quarterly meetings, perhaps it's monthly meetings. For some people who are doing more VCFO, it's weekly meetings. They're working with their clients in this new capacity and they start to get the feel of it. They start to settle in. They get used to the water temperature and they start to get it and their confidence shoots up. They think to themselves, oh, I can totally, oh, this is, I can totally do this. Okay, right. Forecasting. Okay, got it. Fathom. Okay. Got it. Right. Like, Ooh, a little bit of a learning curve, but I'm going to try this with my, okay, got it. Right. And they start to do it and they see that they in fact can deliver their confidence shoots up. So that's also frame number seven is experiencing the delivery of the value. Frame number eight is when they start receiving feedback on the value from their clients. When their clients say to them things like, oh my gosh, Karen, like, oh my God, thank you. Thank you. I finally understand what's happening with the money in my business. Oh my gosh, Betsy, Betsy, I've never been able to understand why at the end of the month I couldn't figure out why there was no money in my bank account. Thank you. I finally get it. Oh my gosh, Vicintha, I took your financial statements to the bank and they approved my loan with no headaches. I've got the money. I'm ready to go invest in this thing. I know that the ROI on this investment is totally going to pay dividends. Thank you so much for pulling these financial statements together and telling me what I needed to say to the bank in order to get the approval. Thank you. Clients will start to say these things to you, the CPA, when you start delivering value in this way and working with clients in a new capacity. And when you start hearing back from your clients about all the value that you're providing to them, you get enough data, enough feedback, it overrides all the old evidence of like, I'm just giving this stuff away for free. I don't know what I'm doing. All the old stuff. Now you've got new evidence, new data to provide a new belief set. And then frame number nine, my client goes, oh my God, holy shitballs. Look at all the value that I'm creating. And they start to get it inside their bones. They get it inside the cells of their being. And it's a different level of belief. And it is once they have that deeper level of belief in themselves and in the value that they provide, that they go, bam, cleats hit the grass just inside the white paint, touchdown, boom, raise my rates. That's how it works in real reality. Not apply logic, logic says raise your rates, raise your rates. Doesn't work that way. 
So here are those frames again. Number one, understand what your best clients want, what they're not getting from you, and what their most expensive problems are that you can help contribute to either improving or solving. Number two, design and build services that meet those unmet needs. Number three, price those services. In the early phases, pilot pricing, this price is good through the end of the year so that you get early yeses, early wins to grow your confidence. Number four, making offers, being willing to face cringy feelings. Number five, get yeses, get noes. Understand that you live and you stay alive even if you've heard a no or a maybe. Number six, in receiving yeses, confidence is on the rise. Number seven, begin experiencing delivery of value. Number eight, start seeing the value that you're delivering when working with your clients in this capacity and hearing back from them what they're saying to you about just how valuable it is, which leads to number nine when you go, oh my gosh, holy ass balls, look at all this value that my client is creating in their business when we work together in this capacity, which leads to number 10, raise your rates, right? 10 frames to raise your rates, not apply logic. Logic says raise your rates, therefore raise your rates. It doesn't work that way, which is why we see so many people still stuck at really low rates. It's because it requires moving through these 10 frames in order to raise rates. And that is how you raise your rates. Did this year's tax season nearly kill you? Do you desperately want to be somewhere different a year from now, but you feel overwhelmed and lost about what to do to change things? The next time you find yourself wondering what to do, head over to shethinksbigcoaching.com to check out the results clients get from working together. Then take the next small logical step and subscribe to my daily drip newsletter. You'll get one easily digestible tip a day on how to position your business, how to price services, and how to sell outcomes so that you can be more profitable, get your time back, and get off the tax hamster wheel for once and for all. That URL again is shethinksbigcoaching.com. All right, that's it from me. Have a great week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there.